So, Mr. Jelly. Mr. Russell. Can I get a bit meta with you for a moment? We don't yeah. normally do a video podcast, mm-hmm. like even for the recording part that nobody sees. Right now, I'm staring at you and you're under a blanket. And I, I feel like I'm almost in the room with you under the same blanket because the blanket <laughs> extends to the edges of the screen. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. <sighs> it's actually not a blanket. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> That would explain my second question, why no T-shirt, but all right. Uh, yeah, and behind the computer screen, holding partially holding up the bla- the, uh, the, the the bathrobe and also kind of providing a little bit of um, echo suppression is uh, a couple of uh, rather large pillows from the bed. If you hadn't guessed, I am not at home. I am away for, uh, for the next couple of weeks, really, which... Kind of means that I have to I have to improv- improvise to make myself sound as good as I normally do. Oh, that's amazing. And I mean, for the listeners that can't see this, I'm I'm so disappointed. Mm. I may have snapped a photo, like right here, right now. Da, da, da. Not that we have show notes, but we'll have to leak that indeed uh, sometime or other. So you're in another place. You're under a blanket for um, reasons will have to remain mysterious. I think we we don't want to tell people everything. And I have a topic for you. How do you feel? About winning. I like winning. You like winning? Doesn't everybody like winning? Hashtag winning. <laughs> it's like it's like my life motto. Uh, also, possibly uh, 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 Charlie Sheen's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I think he may have, uh, at least for a few years, co-opted it there as, as his own. I, yeah. I think now it's it's almost the point where we can start taking it back from him, though. Yep. It's just like, um, you know, when Timberlake, he took sexy back. And I think he only took it back for a small period of time. I think it's, I don't it's know. back to the public domain. Have you seen Timberlake? He's, he's not bad. He's, he's, I could, yeah. I'd, I'd go there. Uh, I'd go there. You'd go there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The show went there. So what, what about losing? Are you a fan of losing? I'm not a fan of losing. Uh, you know, I'll, t- I, I, I'll take it like a winner, but I, um, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I mean, the thing is, right. Losing, it feels terrible because especially if like you've put a lot of work into whatever you, you've been doing, uh, you know, so losing can kind of, you almost feel like a failure. Whereas winning is success and success is like, <laughs> success is, uh, is amazing. Amaze. Absolutely amaze. amaze. Success is amaze. Uh, losing is, is not. But see, this is the thing. Like when you, when you have young kids and you watch them start to play sport, you hear the same thing from like all the parents, you know, hey there, little Johnny and Susie, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, it's how you play. The-. But you can tell that none of the parents are buying this. And the thing I love about kids is the younger they are, the less filters they have. Yep. So they'll just like, they'll blurt out whatever's on their mind and they they hate losing. I've never met a kid that's like, yeah, I played some kind of organized sport or event or even like passed the parcel at a birthday party yeah. and I lost. I've never seen a kid go, Nah, you know what? I lost past the parcel. No big deal. It's like, it's the end of the world. Like the parcel went past me. I held it for as long as I could. And then the next person grabbed it and the music stopped and that's it. Like my life is over. I've, I've, I've lost this round. It's not even just that. Like it's even in like, like sports and stuff when you were a kid, like they always told you that it's okay. Like it, it never, it, it like winning doesn't matter. Uh, let me tell you as a person who played, uh, many sports as a kid, uh, and was terrible at all of them. I've had like I played like for instance basketball uh, for th- I, th- I think for three years I played uh, with a team from school and we weren't a very good team. 
Um, but I was the absolute worst. The absolute worst. I got the participation trophy uh, <laughs> for our team, not for like the entire like the entire thing. I got the participation trophy for our team, three years running. When I was, uh, I, I also played cricket one one year. That was a terrible mistake because a cricket is really slow and uh, sad, and b um, I was. I again ter- I was again I was terrible. I was so so bad at it. So so bad in fact that I I actually joined a really good team and our team crazy enough were the premiers both I think in name and also in that we never lost a game. But that was mostly <laughs> because they didn't let me play. I did get to bowl once. That was exciting. I bowled and the ball kind of stopped dead about halfway down the the wicket. I'm just throwing terms out there. I don't even know if these these are the correct ones. The ball stopped kind of uh, like stopped on the ground about halfway down the wicket and just rolled the rest of the way. And it, it actually it actually hit it. It's not the wicket because the wicket is what it hit. Okay, I don't know. Anyway, it hit the it hit the, like the stick things that come out of the ground. This is how good I am at spots. The stumps. stumps. Uh, it hit the stumps and uh, knocked the little thingy off, which is how you get out. And then they had 20 minutes of, was that even a legal, like a legal bowl? <laughs> it was ruled that that didn't count. And so, and I was removed from, from the, uh, the, the playing field and never allowed to bowl again. Wow. That's, yeah. that's a, uh, a window into the, the, the jellies pass, like right there. So let me tell you, as a kid, like as a kid who understands how it is, like how it is to be bad at a sport, winning and losing, it does matter. <laughs> it really does. Well, not it only does. that, but I think. As people grow up, and it doesn't matter how like adult people you know like to pretend they are, at some point uh, people start to get competitive and they don't want to lose, or you know they they desperately want to win something. And I've seen even the most uncompetitive of people just you know pull out all the stops to win something when they can see like it's right there, like there's there's something I can win, I can win, I can finally I can win. We're gonna do this, and people go nuts. And I think that's something that doesn't really kind of leave you in your professional career as well. You know, um, you know, but. Both you and I, we're programmers. We sit down yep. on a keyboard and we, we hammer at a keyboard. And you might look at that externally and we go, well, how can you possibly win or lose at programming? You know, you just type a certain amount of words into like a, an editor and it's not even the amount of words you type. Like you can't win at like the most lines of code. But it's, it's weird. Some days you feel like, ah, oh, like I, I solved a whole bunch of things. Like I won. And other days you feel like, man, like the compiler and the simulator and the device that they're all against me today. And I, I tried my best, but I still got absolutely defeated. Have, have you ever had that? Oh, I have that all the time, honestly, like so so often. Most recently, uh, I, I was in the middle of like doing a whole bunch of refactoring for GIFWrapped, rewriting a bunch of code that I needed to fix. And it was, uh, it was a hard slog. And at the end of the day, it felt like, like you, I hadn't made any progress at all between, like, between when I'd started and where I was at that point. And so you'd get to the end of the day or I'd get to the end of the day and I just feel like I had, I didn't, I hadn't won or I hadn't won yet. And it's, it's a very difficult thing because, 
The thing about winning, right, is it's not just about the competitiveness of it. It's just about success. You've you've achieved success, and success feels good. Success kind of is looked upon as good. If you've like if you've achieved something in life, like you your status goes up. Your you know people look at you as if you've you know ah oh, he he was you know he did this thing that achieved success. Like so so winning comes with a lot of kind of weight to it. When you don't win, you are looked at as if you haven't achieved success. You're a failure. You don't like you're you're not wanted. You're not as kind of valuable as somebody who has you know has been successful, has you know released things, has published things, has you know has won. Yeah, and I mean that that even comes down to like I feel like sometimes it starts with at the base sort of code level where you're sitting in there and you might be working on a team of people. And I find sometimes I'm just like barreling through stuff and people are like, whoa, that's amazing, Russell, you get so fast. And then you get stuck on something and it's often something stupid and small. Like the other day I was trying to figure out how to get an icon to appear in the watch companion app like on iOS. Mm-hmm. And I, I kid you not, like I'd done all this stuff, I'd, I'd finished things like super fast and then I spent five hours trying to get like one little 29 by 29 like pixel icon to appear in an app, something that every single other app in there had obviously already done because their icons were in there. Something I like, I created new projects, I downloaded sample projects. I, I tried everything, man, and I could not get that one <laughs> little icon to appear. Oh, man. And it got to six o'clock and um, that's normally the time I, I head home because I'm trying to avoid like traffic and everything else. And I was just like exhausted. I'm like, I don't know if I can just like, you know, drive home now. I haven't this one little thing I've set out to achieve, like I couldn't achieve. And I felt just like, you know, rotten for the rest of the day. And you compare that to like a day when you come in and, you know, you've been thinking about something and suddenly you solve a problem, you know, you have you have a win, you have some success and suddenly you feel really good. Like it's really weird that those two things are so closely tied in together. Like the way I feel like and, you know, how happy I am and my general disposition can be tied to the smallest of things. Oh, yeah. Like just... Just getting a little icon into like a little thing is, is somehow like the biggest deal in the world. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. And like it, it's, it doesn't really, like it doesn't matter what it is. It can, just having that little win will give you just like a little bit of extra, extra kind of energy. If, if you're struggling at something larger, like that, that tiny win will give you the extra energy to kind of continue to to attack the big thing until you can make that win as well and it's actually the the other thing that kind of comes up with this is do you do you feel like the the amount of uh work that you put into something the amount of effort that you put in is equatable to the uh like the amount of like feeling of success that you get like the <laughs> amount of satisfaction yeah there's i think there's a tipping point like if you were to draw a graph the line would be going up and up and up and up and up and, but there is a point that if I spent too long on something mm. that my satisfaction actually starts to go down. Like let's say, you know, let's say I think, oh, this thing's going to take four hours and I'm three hours in and then I'm four hours in and I achieve it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, that's pretty good. But if I expected something to take four hours and then I'm still there 12 hours later, it doesn't matter if I eventually solve that thing. Like the satisfaction is is completely it's and only gone. gone. Okay, <laughs> it's disappeared. Yeah, okay. It's evaporated. That's interesting. Do you do you get that as well? I have. Yeah, I have. I do actually. Like I, and it's. I think that's kind of tied to almost. It's like two wins. It's two separate, like two separate things that are going on there, because you have the like you have the feeling of I well I've succeeded in in solving this problem so you know yay, uh, but then you have like the the alternate thing of well it took me 
uh, it took me like way longer than it, I feel like it should have. So that's kind of a loss. Yay. Yeah. The worst one in the world is it's about, I, I think of doing something and I spend two days doing it. And then it slowly starts to dawn on me that the thing I'm doing is just not going to work. Like I've made some fundamental yeah. uh, misassumption or like I've done something wrong at the very bottom level and I kind of persevered to a point and then you're like, oh, man, like I've invested two days or three days into this. I can just go to source control and do like a reverse, but it's like at what point do you actually make the decision that, you know, this this game is unwinnable, like it's it's time to start again. I mean, that was kind of the impetus behind my like my refactoring um the you know the great refactoring of 2015 was <laughs> we we heard all about this on slack the uh, the great refactor of uh, 2015 yeah that, that was i mean that was that was kind of prompted by the fact that i had re- i realized that like all of the decisions that i'd made up until this like up until this point they boxed me in as as a project i'd been making decisions that i thought were good decisions and you know potentially at the time they were but you know things change and things were happening around me and all of a sudden i i was not able to do things like i was i was kind of hitting roadblocks so i i absolutely like i know exactly how that feels and i i guess i guess it's kind of like like it's this it's not the greatest feeling in the world when you have to like when you have to throw stuff out and start again but it, it sometimes sometimes you have to Actually, it kind of brings to mind a like a little plot line that they have on um, the TV show Californication um, with um, uh, what's his name, David David uh, Duchovny. Uh, they have a, they have this kind of um, small plot line in one of the seasons where his daughter writes a book, um, writes a novel, and he read he sits down to read it, and it's and he thinks it's like he doesn't he doesn't think it's good, and so he's. His advice to her is to like, like put it in a drawer and just forget it, not, not think about it again. And I mean, that sounds like, that sounds like really terrible advice or rather very, really terrible parenting because it's like, he's like, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> this is, this sucks. This sucks. So, you know, uh, this sucks and you suck and you should feel bad. <laughs> but sometimes like creating, like sometimes in the process of creating something, you can, the, every little, every little bit adds up. And the the way that I mean that is that each each time you kind of attempt a thing, you're learning, and that is a win. Like that's a win. Just having like realizing, understanding the mistakes you've made, and gaining that little bit of knowledge. That is absolutely and undoubtedly a win. It's the sort of thing where like I with gift wrapped, right? I mean, I had to throw out a lot of code. I had to try again. I mean, even as part of refactoring, even as part of like reattempting and trying to make all these decisions, you know, just the correct way this time. I had to like try and no, that's not going to work. Throw it all out, start again, try again, like try again, make fundamental changes here and there, like and small changes. And each time that I would fail, it's it's a matter of taking like taking the things that you've learned and re- re- trying again. And I think that's the thing about winning and losing. I, I there's this kind of saying that I I really like is uh, which is you only fail if you don't get up again. Oh, that's deep. And it also probably means you're dead. Yeah, it probably does. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate failure. Uh, he failed at life. You know, uh, the machine of death that spits out failure. But the, the thing is, is that like you only really lose when you actually don't get up and and like go at it again. You like 
the the ultimate i guess the ultimate win is is not allowing yourself to fail even if it feels terrible even if like you're not really sure about you know whether or not you can win or if you've if you've failed too much i guess even in situations like that you can turn it into a win it's just a matter of trying again yeah and i mean that i do have like another interesting question about um winning and losing and that's like do you think that it's ever possible to have like a satisfactory loss? Like, you know, in, in a lot of cases, you know, in sport and in life or whatever, losing is generally the worst thing in the world. But yep. I think there has been times where like I've lost at something and I've been really happy. This is going to sound weird, but I've been really happy in the way that I've lost. So I'll give you an example. We I used to play indoor soccer like um, back in the day and we played this team that was absolutely like amazing just really good players that we we had no you know no expectation of beating and that we probably you know 99 times over 100 just simply can't beat yep. and they used to beat us pretty convincingly like in indoor soccer the goals rack up like pretty quick if if you're not as good as the other team i think it was like you know 10 nil 15 nil 7 nil whatever and and this one time we lost 2-1 and i was insanely happy with that you know we scored a goal you know, we really kind of held them back. And I felt like, hey, you know what, we lost. But these other guys, you know, they, they were amazingly good. And we actually, like, we didn't embarrass ourselves, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's kind of a situation that doesn't necessarily apply to, like, everyday life. Like, you, it's not like you can you can fail at, you know, at something that you're doing in regular in your regular job. Uh, you didn't achieve a win today, but you tried your hardest to work. <laughs> it's almost a, a thing that's specific to sport, uh, like, um, I guess. But uh, I reckon I reckon there are some translations into I life. I think though. there are probably translations, yeah. Like, for example, if you think about you think about times where you've done every single possible thing you can and you haven't you haven't particularly stuffed anything up. Yeah. You've done whatever you're trying to do well, but the circumstances were against you. So I can think of times when um at a former employer we used to work on some websites that would get an insane amount of traffic for like one week and then yep. no traffic for the rest of the year. It was basically like yeah, an okay. event-based thing. Yep. And we'd spend ages preparing for basically the first two days of, of you know, this event and we'd we do all these different things and we set up multiple servers and we set up load balancing and this and that and we do like testing and we're like, okay, we're ready. And every single year we'd get further into having the server not fall over but inevitably there'd be five or ten minutes, you know, during the massive peak times where, you know, 300,000 people are trying to all click like refresh at the same time and the server just melts and you're like, well, you know what, I'm not actually embarrassed by this effort. Like we got further than last year, we did all right. We still technically failed, like the server's not meant to go down. But you know what? Like I chalk this up as a win. Yeah. Well, I, are you sure you weren't working for Apple uh, doing the dub dub <laughs> dub dub tickets <laughs> events thing? That's how I get tickets every year. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Rusty dot reserve, and that's like a that's a single threaded operation, like at the back end, and everyone has ah, to wait till it's finished. So you've got a back door into the Apple ticketing system. <laughs> interesting. I like. I think that that's that's potentially true. Like, uh, if you've tried everything and you still uh, you're still failing and you can't necessarily do it because it's not possible or because it's you know it is uh, a legitimately hard problem that can fit. Like that can still feel like even though you're failing, it can kind of still feel like you've because of the trying and even because of the the small wins throughout, you feel like you're actually achieving something, right? And so. 
that is actually kind of a you know it's a it's a bunch of small wins as opposed to a you know a, a large one. Yeah. Um. You know this this year the server still crashed, but we handled so many more uh, <laughs> so many more registrations. You know we handled you know we handled five this time. <laughs> awesome guys, awesome. That's one more than last year. Uh, yep. Um. But the, I think also like the the situation can also apply to probably like competition and i don't mean like sports you know uh, as as we were talking about before but more so like competition between you and another person on a particular thing let's say that you uh create a uh, an awesome a gif app that is amazing and you get a lot of uh, you get a lot of downloads you you wrap it up you put it in the store yeah, you wrap it and you put it in the store and uh, you 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 gift it to people. All right, this is, this is a weird hypothetical, but I'm with you. Imagine, uh, yeah, imagine yeah. I've, I've, I've wrapped it it's up. It's very specific. I've, I've it. It's very specific. Yeah, and then you see other people who get more downloads or have like their the Twitter accounts for the their apps, uh, which are essentially are very similar. They have they have more followers. They have, they seem to be more successful. That can feel like a failure, and especially when like in that moment where you're like, oh. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, in amongst that, there is a win. Uh, I mean, in the example, in this particular example, maybe you're doing really well. You, you are actually getting quite a few downloads. You are actually quite getting quite a few users, and that is like that's a win. Um, even though, kind of grand scheme of things, it's not big. It's still like it's you're failing kind of successfully. Yeah, and I think I think what we're driving at here is that. It sometimes depends on your expectations. Like, for example, yeah. if you were to make, um, I don't know, random example, like a podcasting app, you know, for oh, yeah. iOS. Interesting. And maybe mm-hmm. occasionally, like, you know, you, you get to number one in that space and then you fall to like number two or number three. And then, then it might be a tussle. And then maybe like a new competitor comes in and, you know, they take the number one spot. If you were expecting to always be number one, you could be insanely disappointed. You're like, oh man, I had that number one spot for whatever period there, and now I'm like number two or three, and and this sucks. But I think the reason the reason it might not feel like a loss, you know, if if you knew someone who was in this hypothetical situation, is that hmm. it's still alright to be like number two or three if that's what your expectations are. If you're like, I just want to be, you know, one of the popular apps on the platform. I don't care if I'm not the most popular then, you know, you can you can still feel good. I mean, there's still times where you might sit down and go, man, you know, wouldn't it be good to be the number one GIF app like in the world? And then I would rule mm. the world of GIFiness and every GIF would have like my little logo down the bottom and everyone would know that my GIFs are awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, that actually, like that, your expectations will define your approach and your approach kind of defines uh, like that, that kind of then sets what your like what your success is going to be and i think at the at the end of the day you have to manage your expectations so they just don't blow up in your face and go boom 